everyone, and welcome to Mountain Made with Jess. This is your host, Jess Kissling, and thank you guys for joining me today. Hopefully you guys are uh, staying warm. <laughs> Here in Utah, it's, what, negative 14 today. It will get warmer, but still just so cold. So if you're anywhere where it is cold, stay warm. If you're in the heat, enjoy. And thanks for joining me. It's been an incredible journey doing this podcast. It started out as one thing and it's kind of evolved into something a little different and I'm excited to see where it goes. Thanks for uh, sticking with me and for listening. I hope you're gaining something from it. So with that, today's episode is a little bit different. It really has been something that I've been working to just really go with what I'm feeling needs talked about and lessons that I've learned, things that have helped me in my life, and things that I think would possibly help you guys. So today's episode is going to be about sex. Um, I know it's a pretty taboo subject for a lot of people. I know it's a very private thing, which I agree, but I also believe it's kept so hush-hush that especially as teenagers and even young adults... In certain religions and cultures and things, it's not really talked about much. It's just, you know, you save it for marriage and it's, you know, a private thing. But as a kid, and and I'm not laying blame on anyone because it's just the way it's been for a long time, but it just was a hush-hush thing you didn't talk about. And then, you know, you get married or whatever happens and you're just supposed to to know what to do or to know what it's about, to know how to approach it. And I mean, I had sex before I got married. That's, I'll be super open about that. I've never really had a whole lot of reservations of talking about sex with people, but I never really wanted to make people feel uncomfortable or I didn't know how they felt about things. And so I just kind of didn't for a long time. The last few years, especially way more open about it. And I mean, of course, now I'm, you know, on a podcast talking about it to literally anyone in the world to hear. But I feel like it's very important to have open conversations about sex with especially people that you're close with. I don't think it should be such a taboo subject. Sex is a beautiful part of life. It's a beautiful part of a committed relationship, of a marriage. And there's a connection that you get from sex that you don't get from any other aspect of your marriage, your relationship. And there's nothing, there's nothing that can compensate for having that type of a relationship. If you are not having a good sex life in your relationship, other aspects of your relationship will suffer. And there's nothing you can do. You can go on as many dates, you can talk as much as you want, but you're lacking that connection and that intimacy. And not only the sex part, but the intimacy of, you know, talking to each other, telling each other your fears, your dreams, your hopes, your wants, your likes, your dislikes, really opening up to them, being vulnerable and letting them in. It's not easy to do. In fact, in a lot of ways, that is harder than sex sometimes. But really allowing yourself to be vulnerable, open up to them, almost, you know, surrendering to your person and just fully showing them who you are, 
So what I really want to dive into today is something that I went through in our relationship and in our kind of sex life and kind of how I, I don't want to say fixed it, but how I came out of that and how we have improved it like 10 times over. So a little backstory, you moms especially know, and even you dads that, you know, when you get married or you're first in a relationship, it's, you know, hot and heavy for a while. And then, you know, you have kids and life takes over and it sometimes, you know, will slow down. That's, I think that's fairly common. And then, you know, if you let it, it just continues down that road. And so a few years ago, I just really was bugged because I knew I liked sex and, you know, a few seconds in, I was good to go. But I always had this like initial hesitation or this initial like wanting to, you know, have a reason to not or be tired or hurry and fall asleep so I don't have to. And I didn't like that. I didn't like that I was trying to avoid my husband and avoid sex. And I didn't understand it because, you know, if I, you know, knew I didn't like it or didn't enjoy it or whatever, that's one thing. But knowing that, you know, I'm good to go a few seconds in, it was really bothering me why I was having this hesitation. So I got, you know, vulnerable in a private group of, you know, a lot of strangers, but people that I I had trust that they might have an answer for me or a solution or a suggestion. So I asked in this group, you know, this is this is what's going on. Does anybody have anything similar that's going on or something that's helped them? And you guys, the response was unreal. Like the suggestions that came rolling in, the support, the amount of women that had the same issue, the amount of men that had their women have the same issue. There was so many people that had the same problem or similar that it really blew me away because I felt so alone in that. I felt so ashamed of that and embarrassed and, you know, thought there was something wrong with me. So what it really came down to, and I won't get into the one aspect of it a ton, but I do want you to research it if you haven't yet. So there's a lady in the group, Tracy, that got with me and we got on the phone and she was kind of talking to me about, you know, my daily life and different things. And she goes, Jess, you are in your masculine energy majority of the day, if not all of the day. And that's the one aspect that I won't go into too much. But if you've heard of the masculine and the feminine energies, it's not just being a man or being a woman. It's men and women both have a masculine and a feminine energy in them. And we kind of flip flop back and forth throughout the day or weeks, depending on what we feel we need to do. So recently, around that time, I had taken over um, for my uncle who left the company that I work for. And I had a lot on my plate as far as, you know, work went. So I'd get up and I was in this, you know, task mind frame of like attack the day and attack the task and get things done. And, and I work in the oil and gas industry, which is male dominated. So I'm working alongside of all these masculine energies. I was putting myself in that position And then when I got home, it was, you know, make dinner, do the laundry, do this, do that. And in a way, it was just another thing to do. It was another task on my list. It was another drain on my energy, on my time. And 
she goes, Jess, you need to learn how to, you know, switch. And when you get home, kind of flow back into your energy of, you know, feminine. So I wasn't quite sure what she meant or how to do it. So talking to her a little bit more, researching it and really diving into how to do that. I started coming home. I would sit in my truck for, you know, a couple minutes by myself, close my eyes and kind of refocus back into, okay, you know, I'm going into my home. I am a mother, a wife. I need to be in that nurturing, loving, caring, feminine energy. And it might sound kind of hokey pokey if you haven't heard about that, but it's real. It's so real. And women that are super independent and super, super task oriented are in their masculine a lot. So me trying to be in my masculine, him and his masculine and him, you know, initiating sex, I would kind of battle with that instead of just kind of basically surrendering to him and letting him take over that masculine and being in that loving space with him, just allowing myself to be in that moment, be present and enjoy it. If you're tired as a mom, it's hard at the end of the day to come home, get everything done and go to bed and then use more energy for sex. So one thing that I would suggest if you're having similar issues or if you're in a similar situation, especially you moms, especially you young moms or moms that are running all over and working and doing all these things is try to pick a different time of day. Have sex in the morning, have sex in the afternoon, Um, whenever you can fit it in that you are going to be most present have the most fun, enjoy it, and be present with your person. I know how hard it can be, and I'm relating to you moms, wives, women, because I am one. Again, like I can relate to that. So being tired and having, you know, it feel like another thing that you need to check off your list, that's not sexy. You're not going to feel excited. But if you change the frame of mind of this is for me too, which it is, and I'm firm believer in that. It is not, sex is not just for men. Sex is for women too. And it's something that we should be able to feel sexy, enjoy, and really enjoy our sensuality. I fully believe that every woman has that in her. I, for a long time, didn't know that I had that in me. Yes, I enjoyed sex, but until recently, I haven't fully let myself go and let myself really deep dive into what it means for me and what I enjoy and what I like and really just being with my husband in that way, letting him take over and just fully being immersed in that moment only. I'm not worried about the laundry. I'm not worried about grocery shopping. I'm not worried about work. I'm not worried about family drama. I'm not worried about anything. When I'm in that moment, like I have learned to just fully surrender and immerse myself in that moment with him. And I will tell you that after almost like 16 years together, our sex is better now than it was when we first got together. Like it's better than it ever has been. And it just keeps getting better. So I'm not saying that we have it all figured out and we're perfect at sex and we have it all like down pat, but we have learned each other and we have talked and that is where communication and being fully open 
to your person comes in so, so importantly. It's so important to be able to say, hey, I like this, do this more, or hey, I'd want to try this, or hey, let's do this more. It's so important to communicate that. And men especially, I think there's a there's a mindset of, well, my wife wouldn't want to do that. And in some circumstances, you might be right, but how do you know if you haven't asked? And if you just assume that she's not going to be into that and you kind of deprive yourself of that and you don't be fully immersed in what you want or tell her your desires, there's a lot of times where you don't feel like she's going to give that to you and you go somewhere else or she will go somewhere else. When real honestly, you guys wanted the same thing. So being fully honest, there's actually quizzes online that you can print out and it asks you everything. Like, are you interested in this, this, that? There's a huge list. If you want it, get with me on Instagram. I'll send it to you. I have a copy. But it has all the different things in, you know, different things of sex. And there's little bubbles by it that says yes, no, and maybe. Answer those and then trade papers. Figure out what each other wants, needs, and then be open-minded. I mean, I get that there's certain things that you won't want to do. That's okay too. Respect each other's boundaries, respect each other's limits, but being open and trying new things and keeping things spicy is fun. Sex isn't meant to just be this task that you should complete or this thing you have to do in your marriage should be exciting. It should be fun. My favorite part about our sex life is the way that we literally just are ourselves fully. Like there's times that we will laugh. There's times that it will be, you know, more sensual and serious and intense. But there's those playful moments and I love that so much because it's just us being us together. And when you love someone and you have that deep connection, it's an incredible experience. It's an incredible part of your relationship. And without that part, your other parts of your relationship will not be what they're meant to be. If you want to improve your sex life, start going on date nights, start talking, start having the conversations, and then just start doing it more. I mean, that sounds really lame, but especially you women, if you're not initiating sex, start initiating sex. If you're a man, communicate with your wife, talk to her, make her feel sexy, make her feel loved, make her feel beautiful and be what she needs in that moment of, you know, being that masculine and allowing her to be in her feminine with you. I know it's not easy. It's taken time to get us to where we are at this moment because a few years ago, probably three or four years ago, we weren't in this space and it was less frequent and I wasn't as connected. And I honestly felt like there was something wrong with me. And even though I am not as confident in my body as I used to be at other times in my life, I feel like that's a lot of why women hesitate with sex is because they don't feel sexy but I'm here to tell you as not in the best shape of my life and looking back at times that I was in great shape my sex life and my confidence in the bedroom is higher now than ever 
And it's literally just because there's open communication. There's me just allowing myself to be in that state. And so now in my mind, it's I'm just excited for where it's going and getting in better shape and feeling more confident, feeling more sexy in my body is exciting for me. But even without that, having the best sex and having the best connection with my husband that I ever have in my whole life. And this conversation, I'm not trying to be, you know, weird and invasive. It's a problem. Like, I know it's a problem because I had the problem. And I heard of a lot of people in that space of just a few hundred people that were having the same problem. And even though it might not be that you have the exact same thing, I think it's very common, especially for women, to just be exhausted at the end of the day and not feeling sexy. They might have babies sped up all over their clothes and they've been doing laundry all day and, you know, babies are sick and you're exhausted. I get that. I've been there. Believe me. But it will amaze you how much energy and happiness and connection and safe that you will feel if you can allow yourself to find parts of the day to be intimate with your husband. Yes, have sex, but also talk to him. Let him in on how you're feeling. Talk to him about your day, about your feelings, your hopes, your dreams, your loves, how the kids were like fully immerse yourself in your relationship. It's so important. And I honestly thought I had a great marriage before, but it just like it's gotten so much better. And yes, we still have our issues here and there. That's normal. That's marriage. But changing just the fact of me just being in that moment with him and allowing myself to initiate things and maybe feel a little bit uncomfortable at first, it's gone easier and easier to initiate sex with him. And at least him, he appreciates that. I think men appreciate and they love knowing that their woman is into them. So make your man feel loved, make him feel wanted, make him feel sexy, make him feel desired. Same with your women. It's so important to have that connection in a marriage. It's so important to not use it as a weapon. That's another thing I've seen and it like breaks my heart. Sex isn't a weapon or a toy that gets withheld if you're mad at somebody. I feel like that is, that's one of the most detrimental things you can do because you're withholding something that's going to connect you on a greater level. It's not just hurting them, it's hurting you. So if you're having issues, if you're in an argument, yeah, figure it out. And yes, you might not be, you know, intimate during that time. But using it to bring you closer together, solve the problem, and then, you know, use that to strengthen your relationship, not withhold it because you're upset or, you know, make them feel less than for wanting you. If your husband wants you, like, that's incredible. He should. You should want him. Have sex. Have sex often. Like, that is that is one of the best things I could tell you it, to do in your marriage is to be intimate with each other sexually and in conversation, in your dreams and your fears, your have real conversations. Surface level is cool, but once you reach deeper levels, it connects you on a completely higher level. So I don't want to go too far into this just because 
I know it's a touchy subject for people. I know people have different thoughts, different opinions. This is just my opinion. This is my experience, what's helped us, what's worked for us. And I know that there's other women struggling with this. I know that there's men that struggle with similar things. It might not be this because I can't relate to a man and how he feels about it. But if our experience could help you in your relationship, that's my goal. Like, I don't want to sit here and spout that I have the perfect relationship. I don't. I'm working on it every day. He's working on it every day. But things have improved like 10 times over. And I am more grateful than anything in the world because my relationship with my husband is so important to me. So if you guys have questions or want to chat about this, like, I am open to this conversation. So you can always find me on Instagram at Jess Kissling, J-E-S-S-K-I-S-S-L-I-N-G. The link's down in the description. But keep it in mind that I'm never speaking from a high horse. I am right there with you. I've been right in the trenches. Like, I get it. But I do want to make sure I'm being real with you guys. And this is something that was really, really, really real for a long time. And figuring out a few things and tweaking a few things has changed our lives. So hopefully you guys have a great rest of your day, a great weekend, and I will catch you next time. Thanks again, guys. See ya.